Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Hayes. I'm joined by the great one himself, Baylor the Great's in the building. What's going on, Baylor? Yay, yay. <laughs> then we are joined by the first lady of The Breaks, Miss Mary Almonte, is here, not on video, but she's here nonetheless. <laughs> I'm always here. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. Uh, and then coming in right <laughs> on... coming. <laughs> Coming in right on time as we were doing the intros, the Red Wine Connoisseur himself, Marquis, is in the building. Peace, God. Peace, God. Welcome to The Breaks Radio. All right, we're jumping right in this week. Listen, Azela Banks, like, I... She's always pulling the stunt. Now, in the midst of saying that, of giving Cardi B compliments, she also said that she's a she's an industry plant. Talked about Iggy Azalea some, which who who at this point why is why is Iggy even on anybody's mind? She's completely irrelevant. But I wanted to ask you guys though to you this way: What happened to Banks's career? Like at this point, she's just uh, like I don't even know what to call it. Mary, what 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 is Azalea Banks to you? Like does does her opinion even matter at all? None whatsoever. And to me, she's the chick who was in the poetry rapping movie by the RZA. <laughs> the Fair name enough. escapes me, but it was filmed in Staten Island at Wagner College. So that's the only reason why there's any importance there. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Marquis, <laughs> do you have any opinion about this young lady at all? Do you care? D- does she have an album coming out? I don't know. I doubt it. I don't even show if she makes music anymore. She's got a project coming out. There's no way in the world she's just going to pop up and pop off. Oh, this is exactly what she does, bro. This is once a year she does this shit. I mean, the fact that it's, yeah, irrelevant, it. that it's relevant, you know what I mean? Like, how yeah. is it relevant if this is her how MO? Is, it's whoever gives her a mic. That's yeah, why. it's whoever gives her attention. Like, either she's doing shit like this or showing her flat-ass cheeks on something to try to get some attention. That's it. Um, <laughs> What's the basis? <laughs> What's her sign? I have no idea. She, May thirty first. That would make her a Gemini. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that just that we just we saw we cracked that case. It's it. over with. <laughs> we solved it. There it is. Merry Christmas. We've solved all the world's problems. Brazilia Banks. Thank you. Oh Good man, night. Bailey, you got anything to throw in on this one, brother? Uh, no, it, it's not. No, I am not checking for her or anything like that. But she has. This is almost like kind of like how skills do, uh, and Mur- and uh, Uncle Murder do at the end of the year. <laughs> like they always, they always do the wrap up at the end of the year. Man. She actually has, she actually has one or two interviews a year where she just completely goes off. And I'm gonna just say this: half of me believes her. The other half is, is I don't care. You know what I mean? She can have an opinion about a popping artist, and I might agree. But at this point, more people don't care than do. So, you know, and then I dug deeper into it. She also, she was giving uh, Cardi a lot of compliments. And she even said that she may have been, I think, kind of like wrong or whatever because Mm -hmm. of the path that Cardi ended up taking. Um, But, uh, again, if you can can ask me about a lot of artists in in the game today and ask me, do I feel like they industry plants? And I might say, yeah. She has, I think she's the industry plant. She hasn't dropped an album since 2014. We're almost 10 years since she's dropped wait, music. Wait, wait. Well, is I, she still I, relevant? I, that's what I'm telling just, you, bro. Like, she's only I, relevant as somebody who pops up and does crazy shit. Like, that's it. So she could be an industry she, plant. I don't think she qualifies, though. 
You gotta be good to be industry playing. Is that what you say? You gotta be. You gotta be somewhat good. Have somewhat of a following. I will say this. I will say this. The the names that were thrown out there to be quote unquote industry players. You had the Cardis. You had the Six Nines. You had a Russ. They brought a Russ, but he has a cult like following. Um, A lot of the non black artists they consider a lot about um, industry plants because they feel like they come into our culture and copy what we do and make more money than us. That's what a lot of black creators are going through on TikTok. So if she's, if she's using that, then I can kind of understand it, but we still don't have any truth to that. All she's known for is showing her flat ass cheeks, talking about the LGBTQT community. I don't know. Did I got it right? Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Talking, talking about the, the LGBTQT, whatever community. Um, QT community. I don't know why I want to say two community. Um, supporting Donald Trump, going against then Donald Trump. Like there you go. Like she's bought. Like she's a Gemini. Uh, this exact. Like we figured out. We cracked this two minutes ago. Let's move. Let's move the hell on. Why Gemini's don't deserve this much time. Kanye West is apparently <laughs> taking a year off now. <laughs> <laughs> <Segment. laughs> <It's> another Gemini. <laughs> You couldn't make this up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, just, just when we thought we was getting off this freeway, <laughs> sixty more miles to go, Bucko. <laughs> Kanye West is apparently taking a year off. Now this comes from Vori, uh, who who just basically stated it that you know he's going to miss working with Kanye, but it seems like he's going to be taking some time off now. Considering everything Kanye's been through over the last couple of years, he's gone th- going through another breakup, which I don't know why I got an alert about that shit. Like, of all things to send me an alert about, Kanye, I don't give a damn about Kanye West breaking up with his Kim Kardashian lookalike. But with all that being said, I think a year off could be good for Kanye. I think not only for Kanye, but I think giving us time to miss Kanye may be good overall for the long run. Baylor, what do you think? I think, yeah, I think anybody that takes time off, especially it, it, with anything but him, uh, yeah, he needs to go sit down somewhere. Stay out of the public's eyes for a minute and then come back, you know, like tap into yourself and and work on some beats, you know what I'm saying? So now that following year or whenever you decide to come out of hibernation, you can say, yo, I made this when I was in the kitchen. I made this when I was at, you know, the Staples Center basement. Wherever the hell he decides where he's going to lay lay his head at. But, yeah, take some time off. Chill out for a bit. For sure, for sure. Mary, we're talking about Kanye West uh, reportedly taking a year off. What do you think about Kanye taking a year off? Yeah, me well, too. Yeah, me too. We can't hear you, Mary. Uh, Mar- Marquis, go ahead. What do you think with your thoughts? What do you think about uh, Kanye taking a year off? Um... <laughs> What does that even mean, taking a year off of what? Because he's still going to be signing artists or, or um, athletes to his his sports line. He's still going to be promoting Yeezys or pushing things out. He's still going to be doing designing. What is he taking a year from the public eye? I think so. That and music. I mean, he has you know to do his that, business that's... things, but that and music. So he's not going to produce any albums, do any production? Because that Ghostface album he's supposed to produce, that's Well, I mean, producing is, is, you can produce and still not be in the limelight, though. Yeah. So you're basically saying we're not going to hear about anything. We're not going to hear from Kanye. He, we we may see the results of the work, but we're not going to hear from Kanye for it. He, he may he may not give us any type of content. Basically, the content that we've been getting over the past couple of years might be toned down or eliminated altogether. Then I'll say this: strategically, is brilliant because 
if I'm doing all this stuff behind the scenes and showing you how relevant I am without saying anything, mm-hmm. and I come back, you're going to miss me even more. Yeah. 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 That's what anybody. Yeah. Mary. If you're you worth not, something. You see how long we've been waiting on Kendrick. This is true. But no, he actually disappears from the public eye. Though. Yeah. Like, that's, Kendrick is Kendrick. And he'll pop up on a random feature and then literally made me made do the video and then disappear mm-hmm. again. Like, when, yeah. when Kendrick comes, you're not nervous. You know what I mean? Like, when Kanye comes, you're like, <laughs> which, which, which one are we getting? Is it the horse in the, um, the hospital? What's going to happen? Wait, Ken, so, uh, Kanye's a Gemini too, right? Yep, that's why it's a crazy two, segue. Two Gem, Geminis back to back. Um, crazy ass Geminis at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Aren't all of them? My daughter's a Gemini. She's not crazy. Like, my daughter isn't that crazy. That's I don't know your daughter, so I can't comment that's on that one. That's what they ask signs shit don't mean that's a dog. Yeah. Notice I said that crazy. But yeah, you know, I gotta be real. Gotta be real. Gonna go ahead and move right along. Uh, Mary, Mary, you with us? Okay, I took that as a no. Technical difficulties is through. We'll see what's going on with Mary here in a second, but let's go ahead and get into it. So Logic released the track list for his upcoming vinyl days. Now, I'll tell you what, I know we've we've kind of gone up and down with Logic, whatever. Um, a 30 song track list for one. The Game, RZA, DJ Premier, Royce the 5'9", Axon Bronson, Currency, Russ, Blue, and AZ. Um, also, Wiz Khalifa's on the app. Listen, I'm I'm not saying that I'm excited for it, but I'm really interested in hearing what this sounds like. I've been a fan. I ain't never. I ain't we know. Never we know you have been. Yeah. I ain't never. He ain't never. Now, there's a couple of projects where I'm like, eh, not, not really for me. But for the most part, majority of his music, I rock with. I mean, and, that's, he, and, and, and then for him to have, first of all, that nigga, he has damn near almost every, not just this album, he has recorded with a lot of. Oh, yeah, over the course of his career? For sure. For it, sure. The, the track that he got with Pusha T is, I still play that. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm waiting on it. Now, look, if he, this is the thing, though, I don't take him as serious as everybody else does. If he tells me that he's going to retire, I don't care. If he tells me he's unretiring, I don't care. <laughs> I just want some music. That's it. He nah. can't miss with this though. Not with the, not with these features. Hell no. And he's always had solid <laughs> production. To me. Oh yeah, his production is. I I would agree. Has always been solid. Always. Even on mixtapes, he always has solid production. Yeah. And he uses his features very well. As also, even on albums that maybe aren't the best from him. His features are always used very, very well. Hey, that's that young Sinatra. I mean, and he, but and he does, he does have a track on here called "Black White Boy," which is like, come on, Logic, you going back to that uh, shit? He about to, he about to, he about to piss Joe Buttons off. Oh man, listen, listen, Marquis, you've been kind of quiet over there, bro. What you got to say? I'm probably gonna get canceled, but this album should be called "Dick Riders Anonymous." What is that? Yeah, what, whose dick is he riding? I'm talking about all the people that signed his album too. Oh, okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. Action Bronson, Royce the Five Nine, the game. First of yeah. all, Royce the Five Nine has he still hasn't responded to to that, Mickey Facts. Again, Dick Riders Anonymous. So. He's riding yeah, he's trying to ride that wave of somebody's dick, but that's uh, uh you know what's funny? Every time I listen to Logic, and he always always has a feature, he always adopts their style. Like he always adapts and kind of includes that person style on his song. That's fair. To make it fitting. That's, that's what I like, but that's what I like about Eminem is that he's no, capable no, no, of no, doing that. No, 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 no. Eminem will take your shit, stomp on it, and do his own shit to make sure you're irrelevant on your own song. That's what M does. Logic will ride your dick like he did with Eminem on his song. He tried to do this, some shady, no. whatever. 
I really she wrote think, Eminem's dick, and Eminem was like, you know what, little white black boy, let me take it from here. I really think if if Charlemagne and Joe Budden did never said anything, Cass wouldn't be feeling like this towards him. I'm sorry, no, I'll disagree that. I'm going to take that back. All, all that black oh, and white shit, mm, I don't mm, care about mm, that's mm, this experience. I don't even listen to Charlemagne to God. I don't listen to um who, who else did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, Joe Budden's. This is I had my perception of him before this. I've listened to his flow. He he's too comfortable saying nigga, bro. And you you can't you can't so like there's so many different things, bro. His flow again. What is wrong, what is wrong, what is, what is wrong with him saying it though? Has he been called nigga that much? I we don't know. You you not in a huddle. You are not. Bottom in line, a okay, okay. Check this out. Like I said, as far as what I just said, he rides everyone else's style that he's on to adapt to fit in. Who? That's it. Logic. I don't, and I don't agree with that. I think the way I hear from Logic when he does it is more of an homage type thing. I don't think that he adopts it to try to fit in. I think he adopts no, it to no, show, no, hey, I can no do more. this too. No, no, I'm taking your flow and doing it. It's like lyrically, you it's. Got it. You gotta give Go me ahead. an example. You gotta give me an example. Because I've never the one with Slim Shady, the one with Eminem. Again, that was an homage. Like that was purposeful. Okay. The Wu Tang, the Wu Tang song again, very much an homage. Yeah, who's not he? Do, do you know the basis of that album? He okay, was, so he, let me ask you a question: How many songs does he have where he's actually talking about his own identity? Aside from the stuff he went through being biracial, who who is he? His first album. Yeah, very that Andrew that Hulk first album absolutely album, was a personal. Album. It's, thirty it's albums whole, ago. If he's thirty albums ago and he's still relevant, that should tell you something about him. Is he relevant? Ab- logic, <laughs> absolutely. Logic is still moving numbers, bro. Like, don't don't We're get it twisted. We're okay. talking about him. Yeah. Why would we, we talk about a We talk about Azalea Banks. Yeah, but she brought up another person's name. She brought up people that were more relevant. And he brings up other people's names. No, he what, he what works he? with people who, no, who are... these who, other people are willing to be on his... What? So, yeah. so, 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 so tell me this then. If he if he was that irrelevant, then why are they working okay. with him? Okay. Yeah. Are these A-listers right now? Bro, uh, I, we go. I, feel, I feel like Joe Budden has taken over the body of Marquis here for a second. That's all. It That's is, what's bro. happening. No, no, no. Because to no, say no, no. logic, to say logic is not the fact that the fact that lo- anything logic does still not even on like we're take us away still very much gets, logic can go on tour right now. It would probably sell out mo- most of the tour dates he does. And so could Takeshi Six Nine. Okay, but he's still relevant to that fan base. <laughs> to say that logic is not relevant, go. logic is go. absolutely yeah. relevant. Okay, to the culture he is, you feel he's relevant? Absolutely. Okay. Then I'll leave it alone. He got he had a for the fact the fact girl. the fact that Charlemagne even had to mention him shows how it, he got because he got irritated because of lo- logic is absolutely irrelevant part of the culture absolutely okay I think I think one I think he probably struggled with underground and maybe backpack maybe the backpack era but outside of that like you got to tell me is he not dope he can't rap what is it? I didn't say that I didn't say that so what is it. Cause I've never heard him sound like anybody else while they were on the track, like 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 how you and then the, the, the he, couple he of does. tracks that you he, he the adopts couple, their flow, he adopts their style while he's on the track with them, and like like Hayes said, it's more of an homage. So uh, back to my question: Can he rap or not? My son can rap. Like everybody can rap. That's not that's 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 you not only pushing the goal, you're not only pushing the goalposts back. You're moving it in a different part of the field because this is a different percept. Like that's that's different. That's a matter. Can he rap? I mean, anybody can rap. Like that's that's not. Mm-hmm. The 
Yeah, no, right. anybody I can't know rap. Everybody can hear me, but we can hear I you now, Mary. Go ahead, Mary. The rap thing is a no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mary. Where do you stand? I know you, you've you've kind of been uh, having got a chance to say something, but as far as like where this conversation, we were talking about Logic's play playlist, but our tracklist, but now the fact that this went to Logic and his how relevant he is in the culture. Where do you stand on that, Mary? First of all, I've been saying lots of shit. Y'all just couldn't hear it. Doesn't mean it wasn't being said. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, um, but no, listen. I think I I agree with you two, Hayes and Baylor. I feel like Logic is actually very relevant and can rap. I never said he couldn't rap. But I think that I don't want to diminish rapping as a, a form of art because mm-hmm. not everybody can do it. Well, not everybody can do it well. That. Yeah. Fit- very good. Okay. Not everyone can do it well. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> My money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> hey, yo, please, Barry, Barry. Yeah. I'm saying, like, that's not right. My wife been killing me all week with that. Man, that's funny. That's funny as hell. Uh, all right, moving in. We do have some new music to talk about. Baylor brought up an album, and Marky each brought up an album last episode. So first up, we're going to talk about Baylor's album. This is Jason Cash, Read the Room. Baylor, I'm going to turn it over to you first on this one since you did bring it up, man. What are your thoughts on this album? Man, ain't that like some hybrid West Coast summertime music right there? That's what I'm saying, man. And I hit him up on Twitter. He hit me back, too. Now you know that's real. When Baylor hits somebody up on Twitter, you know it's yeah. real. Yeah. I went straight to Twitter. I went straight to t- and gave him his flower. That album from top to bottom is just, you could just throw that on. In the, and that's what I did because I got it from somebody else. And I'm like, all right, I just threw it on for my whole car ride. And I probably played this album just as much as I played Kendrick album or even more since I, since I got it. And I got it maybe what, like a week or a week after uh, Kendrick album came out. I've been playing it ever since. I will say this, and I much feel like you. This was a great, like, the, how deep and emotional Kendrick's album is. This is a great palate cleanser. This is just a summer album. I, I love when you when it's in summer and you get a summer feel. I was I was barbecuing, listening to this album, and it literally was like, hey, you know, like, you have to listen, to, some music you have to listen to at the right time. If you capture it at the right moment, it hits you different. And I think that's what this album did for me because I had no expectations coming. I had never even heard of Jason Cash, did not know what to expect from it. I knew we were supposed to be reviewing it this week. So when I fired up the grill this weekend, I was like, this is a perfect time. I'm going to be out here for a while. The dogs are out here. The kids running around. I played that album on the speaker, and I was like, listen here, man. This is some good-ass music, fam. And that's just that's my review of it. This is just some good-ass Feel good ass summertime music, period. And let me not say it like that. There's no depth to it because there absolutely is. There's he opens it up on some shit that's like, hey, if he didn't wrap that around the beat and everything that he did, it probably would feel even. I'd recognize more how how deep deep it was the first time I listened to it. But this is just a a good summertime album, and the dude can rap. He's he's yeah. good. He's good at making music. Yeah. The, the cool part about it is, if you listen to what he's saying, <clears throat> he's saying some shit. But you can get lost in that production though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I threw it on this morning, and I've been having a particularly stressful day. <laughs> so I kind of put it on like as background music, and I have to say, it definitely kind of <laughs> it set a vibe for sure. And uh, I got some shit done. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Bill, I gotta give it to you again. Um, what's the other artist you put us on that he doesn't have a lot of following? Not Nina. What is it? What is his name? Nana. 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 Yeah. This both guy that field, you know what I mean? I hit, that, I hit both of them over in the same t- in, in the same tweet. That's where I'm at with it. I think um, it's that overall, surprisingly, it caught me by surprise, but it was well done. It wasn't one of those 
I'm going to listen to it. It's like, you know what? This is way above what I expected. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it grabbed my attention. I'm like, holy shit. All right. I'm here. So I got to give you credit on this one. Like, that's uh, – maybe it's the West Coast um, bias you have, but great job. This is two for two. Well, it's, it's heavy West Coast bias, but I, this, this album is undeniable, though. Uh, I got I to gotta give it to you. Um, yeah. That and I like those – are, those are, like, deep, touching albums that you can listen to and be like, yo, I'm vibing with this. Like, I'm feeling this right now. <laughs> I hope the second out, like, you know, I don't want to put too much on it, but you know what I mean? That, that sophomore jinx kind of thing, but I got to give it this. It's great. I'm, I'm good with this one. I can rock with this one. Comparing it to Kendrick is unfair. I wasn't so, comparing like, it. I don't think neither one of us were comparing it to Kendrick. We're just saying that listening it to to album like this after Kendrick's album, it, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, I, I wasn't comparing it to Kendrick. I don't think Barry I've, was. I've, I put it, to, I put it to you like this <laughs> since, uh, since 20, I want to say since 2020, um, King Disease One, Two, uh, Victoria Monet, uh, uh, Jaguar, Jaguar album, and K Dot in this album. I I like all of them. the The whole album. I like the whole album. Now, yes, are, are there skips on a couple of these albums? Yes, but overall, I like at least eighty five to ninety percent of the album. That's fair. I'm and I think, and I think, I think, I think Victoria Monet is a clean, is is a sweet four zero. Like it's every track on her album, I like. Yeah, that Jaguar is something different, bro. And you hipped us to that. I had never heard of her before you brought it up. So you, that's uh, another person uh, artist that you put me on. And since then, I've been like, yeah, she got it. I'm at Shade Noir to that. Oh yeah, Shade Noir for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that, that list too. Yeah, yeah but absolutely. Hey, no, and oh, I had a, I had a take. I, I'm gonna save that one though. <laughs> I'm gonna save that one. All right, all right. Anything left on this album before we move on to the next one? Play it in the summer. Uh, definitely in the summer. Definitely in the summer. Uh, but all right, let's move on. Um, Marquis, album that you brought up for us to review. New album from Method Man, Meth Lab, season three. This album's about a month old at this point, but we're just getting into it. So I'm gonna turn just like with Baylor. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you lead this one off. So here's here's the one thing, and and the input that pointed this out. The 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 guests. I guess appearances he's trying to bring to light to give, like he's paying, you know, bringing other people back or just trying to give them time to shine. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't, they don't deliver. But when he does it by himself, when he's delivering his own verses, like, like there's five songs on there, like listening to meth, like, bruh, that's who we love. Uh That's who we love. But it's just the rest of the filler. That's what kills me. Like if meth actually had a time to deliver by himself and focus on just him, perfect. Perfect. Like guillotine, and there's a few other joints in it. That two minute rap, whatever, classic material. But it's the rest of that filler stuff that kills me. So, but bottom line, I will still go listen to a, a Method Man verse on a guest appearance, whatever. Even the one with him and Papoose, again, a guest appearance. He killed it. He takes over people's shit. But overall, I give it three mics out of five. All right. Mm. All right. Cool. Baylor. I. It's, it's the same. Like like uh, Marquis said, it, it, it felt like. It felt like Meth started the game off, and then he brought in the bench players, and then other teams started coming back. <laughs> he, had to, he had to he had to take a quick breather and get back into the game. Now he on there talking some shit. The first the first track of the album I like a lot. Uh, then he got uh, switch sides with uh, Jada. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of like. I mean, I, I don't want to compare Jada to to anybody, but you know, Jada gonna do what he got to do anyway. So. Um, no, it's the same. Like it, it. Now I did. It was a couple of tracks in there where I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know what cats be thinking about when they be thinking about the production, but it's their ear. It's their ear. Uh, and then, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a different space with my life where I like vibey type of music now. So, but if you listen to what he, that nigga over there, he talking, I'll be wondering what, what, what is meth going to talk about? Cause dog, you're a lawyer on TV. Like, so what do we, what do we talk about? But you can still talk that shit though. I, to me, uh, well, I'll let Mary go first. Mary, Mary, how, well, how did you feel about the album? Did you get a chance to listen to it? Of course, and I feel like I really, I'm too biased to be able to speak about it because, like, half of my peoples are featured on that album. Mm-hmm. So, well, first, shout out to Eddie I, shout out to Penn and Perry, shout out to Cortez Bodega. But my thing is, yeah, he did that for Staten Island. Honestly, he really did. And I know we always kind of say this when it comes to, like, Wu-Tang, but he literally put everybody from the hood on as a feature or as someone who was on the chorus. You know, in some capacity, he was really highlighting, like, the people who um, are known in the streets in Staten Island, but obviously no- not outside of there. So, yeah, I thought it was dope that he did that, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Short and to the point for Mary. Uh, I this was definitely the best out the trilogy. Um, I think by far. You don't think so? Yeah. I. I, What what you giving Meth Lab one? Because Meth Lab two to me was completely, completely boring. Got to think about that one. Okay. Interesting though. Okay. Uh, Let me get back to you on that one. But I like. I enjoyed it for what it was worth. Um, I think, you know, to all of your, your both of your points, uh, Baylor and, and Marquis, it definitely, the album definitely fell off. I would have almost appreciated this more if he kept the track list shorter, but I understand to Mary's point, he was trying to put everyone on. Um, but I just, I didn't enjoy it. How can I say, listen, I, it, it felt like, like you were, you were watching the replacements. Like when you, when you just bring in the people, like, if they brought in everybody from the G League to have to fill in NBA rosters, that's what this the second half of this album felt like. Hey. <laughs> like, just, just hey, real least, talk. I gave Yeah, this it, this wasn't good, man. This I mean, look, this second half, but the the parts that I did like about this album, I really, really did like. The parts that I didn't like, I completely hated. So it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic in one album to kind of go up and down on. But overall, I I I, I do like the album. Where you get Capadonna at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, where you find him? He's driving a taxi. I mean, he sh- he showed up at the verses, right? Maybe they ju- maybe they just kept him since yes, then. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, so re- really quick. Okay. Method Man to me is the most overrated, underrated rapper. Well, oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said underrated, overrated. I just heard the underrated part. I was about ready to go. Sorry, brother. Sorry. Go ahead. Because most people appreciate him for his flow and whatever the the Janese Kwai has. But lyrically, the dude is nasty. A monster. Like, nasty, right? But he has nothing to talk about. And I think that's what it comes down to. But when he does have something to talk about, it's murder. What is Mary doing? Uh, Mary, what are you? Are you eating Jello? What is? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm here. I thought it was y'all. <laughs> nope. Not us. That's that was... what I'm hearing when you talk. Ah, that's your internet connection, then, sis. Uh, Do you hear me the right way now? Yeah, you sound fine now. Yeah. But <laughs> no, that's a great point, Marky. Like, what is he? At? Like, he's so successful. Like, you're literally doing every. You're living your dream. Um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, but hey, shout out to Meth though. Shout out to Meth for being able to to drop that album when he dropped it, man. 
But we're going to move on. We got black people like Rock 2 in the building. This is Marquis' segment. Marquis, what you got for us this week? That's what's up. And shout out to M for, um, you know, providing us with, uh, we're going to do it, but to touch on Alec John um, from Bon Jovi, the bassist passed away recently. And just to pay a little homage to the New Jersey band, Bon Jovi, I'd like to ask you all, what's your top three songs from Bon Jovi and why? Bailey, you want to go first? Because I know Bailey probably is going to be like, I have well, yeah, you know, because two two of them Hayes got, and another one Mary has. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> go ahead, Mary. Uh, Mary's back to eating Jello. <laughs> what you said? Sa- you sounded like a Decepticon there for well, a moment. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What's your three? All right, I'm gonna go ahead. Well, and first go. of all, oh, go, Mary. Shout back. out. Well, no, I wasn't giving my three, but I was just gonna shout out that. Um, hello. Yeah, you're we're good. here. Go ahead. Oh, did everything freeze? No, we're listening to you. We're in the war what? So, yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm not going to lie. I really did just Google uh, Bon Jovi songs because I I can't even name them, like five of them off the top of my head. But interestingly, they're from um, my hood, kind of, my new hood. Mm. <laughs> so I just wanted to shout that out. They're from Sayreville. Yay. There you go. All right, I'll give mine. So that was giving y'all time to now <laughs> look up your favorite. I already, songs. I already know because my mine are typical. It's my life, definitely. Um, you give love a bad name and bad medicine. Period. Yeah. Okay. You give love a bad name. You give love a bad name is fucking amazing. That <laughs> yep, is an amazing. That would trip. probably be number one. Yeah. Mm. And ask my mom how I, how I broke one of her vases uh, during the "It's My Life" video, rocking the fuck out as a as a as a teenager, and she beat my motherfucking like the. The moment the moment the Voss hit the floor, I hit the floor milliseconds later because she literally hit me with a haymaker on the side. Yeah, this is gonna be a lot of therapy with you, bro, because there's a lot of things that happen in your past. That oh, bro, Mike, yeah. listen, listen, it was abuse all the way around. Like, like I recognize it as an adult, and thank God for therapy. But my parents, my parents, <laughs> thank God they didn't fuck me up permanently. That's all I can say. Good, Bailey, you wanna? Yeah, they said my. Hey, said my three. He don't know him, bro. I'm telling you, he had no idea, man. Okay. What's yours, Marky? Um, always mm-hmm. wanted dead or alive, mm-hmm. and you give love a bad name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. What's always hum it? Always and I'll be there. You heard it before. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody played it. Trust me. If you you hear it, you'll know it. I'm I'll to... send it in the group chat. There you go. I promise you, you when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, did they sing that? Right. Okay. I yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right, we got to move on to our TV and film section. You guys want to talk about Woke first? Did everybody catch up on Woke Season 2? You guys want to talk yep. about Stranger Things? Okay, so we're going to go right to Stranger Things. Mary, you know I always like to go to you first on, on TV shit. How, yeah. how do you feel about the the first, well, the first few episodes? We're going to have two more to come next month, but uh, the first part of the, the fourth season of Stranger Things. Can I just say, it could have ended here, and it would have... I mean, I guess there would have been somewhat of a cliffhanger <laughs> about what happens next. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, to me, I feel like all my questions are answered now, <laughs> which is great, right? It's like a lot has kind of dragged out and a lot of uncertainty over all these seasons. So, to me, this was, like, the moment I was kind of waiting for. Um, it was really great. Honestly, this is my favorite season by far. Um, I mean, first of all, you know, 1986 is a very nostalgic year, right? Mm-hmm. Soundtrack is definitely popping. That Kate Bush song is everywhere now, so now it's annoying, but that definitely was a bop. Um, I mean, we're talking Gumbies and Flat Tops. 
right? So like, gotta love that. The fashion, <laughs> I was here for it all. To me, this season was like the Goonies meets heroes. Shout <laughs> <clears throat> out to the gun. Yeah. And shout out to the right? first season of Heroes, which people forget. The first season of Heroes is one of the best seasons of TV of all time. I agree. Hey, you guys. <clears throat> well, yeah. And then mixed with Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, listen. Fire. It's fire. The way that they really got into... The way that... I mean, I don't even know where to start, right? Like... You're breaking up a little bit, man. I think the man. way the, the scene was set was great. Oh, no. That's Vector. I also like that now we have... Oh, no. Is this happening yeah. again? Yep. Yep, it's happening again. It's Vector. What happened? Uh-oh, Mary's getting pulled into I the mean, upside no, down. We got to save her. <laughs> I'm in the upside down. Yo, she really upside down right she now. She really is upside Hold down. On. Can you hear me now? We can hear you, but you still... Okay, well, there we lost Mary for a second. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna talk about this until Mary gets back on. So, just the way that the the the, the way that the series has evolved over time, like it's always it's always been creepy. It's always had its very horror like moments, but this was the first season that just felt like a damn horror series. And Vecna yeah. as a villain is is fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. Go ahead, Baylor. I was gonna say, uh, yo, shout out to Hopper. That's my guy. Yeah. Hey, my guy about to come back. He about hey yo, he about to come back to the states, and he about to get so many IG models. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, my man been through major torture or whatever, and he fought his way out. He thought he was going. Yo, that feeling when he just gave up, like he literally gave up. Like, dog, I'm not gonna make it out of here. I'm gonna die here. And then he got. He just got a, like an inch of hope or whatever, and he stuck with it. I thought that was dedication too. For you know sure. what I'm saying for for him flying up for them flying over there to come get him. Um, no, nah, I love it, man. I love it. Like I was four when all that shit was going down, so you know I wasn't paying attention. Oh to yeah, that. I was. I was. I was an infant, so you know it is what it is. Um, what I'll say is that the if there's anything that hurt the season is not at some point like we only have two episodes left. Why did mm-hmm. why did everybody not get together about midway through the season? They should have all got together about episode four, in my opinion. I think having everyone still separated this far into the season, you definitely can feel it to a degree. But that that's that's me searching for a critique because I just feel like the storyline that's going on with Will is just not as interesting as the other one. So I think it could have benefited having them come back in with everyone else. Like I said, that's me really searching for a critique, and it's honestly how I feel. But that's that's the biggest thing on, on me for that one. What what do you think, Marky? I, 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 oh, all right. No, go, go ahead, Baylor. Go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna say I'm glad you brought that up about the storyline because Max storyline. Remember, I, I text y'all and I said episode four, mm-hmm. and I said that last five. I, what was it? The last five minutes or something like yeah. that. Like that was true to me. That was the best representation. The visual representation of fighting depression, where she was trying to run, run and running and 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 get through it. I was like, yo, and then the rest of the season, like, she just had to keep her Walkman on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I love how they kept that going, like, through the rest of every time you saw her, she had that Walkman on. Yeah, and how they was checking up on her, and then when they did fall asleep, and then they got worried that she, you know what I'm saying, disappeared or something like that. I like her, I like her storyline um, more than anything. All right, that's fair. I, and, I, and I agree with you there. Uh, Marquis, go ahead. What are your thoughts so far? I think, um, without messing with anybody, whatever, everything that everybody else said, I think, um, 
the, the gap meant that the creators had a responsibility. Mm. And it didn't stay the same like the first three seasons. It was like, you know what? This is really important, and we can actually put a message here. We can tie a lot of things in. We can actually execute on this. And I think they did that, which is why people are more understanding in, in their feelings with this, this season because they accepted the responsibility of being this, this show that everybody's looking for with all the, the publicity, the, you know, the, the sponsorships and everything. But they did, they did a little bit deeper. And the fact that, like you said, Bella, from, from a psychological perspective with depression, think about that. Think of how they handle these situations. Think of how they're, they're dealing with things, isolation, um, even paranoia. Or when you feel mm. like you're going through certain things and you, you don't want to talk to, to people, but you actually have some, some people to talk to to relate to to actually explain things to. You know what I mean? Like how, how mental illness is so prevalent in, our, in our, our society today. I think this touched on a lot of that, but I'll give them kudos mm. beyond that. Like, I'm not going to touch on the, the, the actual story. We already know how great it is. They did a really good job, and I think this is actually the best season because this is the first season I'm not actually bored, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I kind of went through, like, we're going through this lull again. I'm going through the same thing. Nothing really happening. This season, something's happening. It's like we're getting to a conclusion, but there's a reason why all this happened, and I appreciate that. So, Yo, he told her face-to-face. And that's why I that's why I thought it was the dopest part. I thought that was the dopest scene out of the whole season. Um, and I'm not saying that depression is dope, but it was the fact that, yo, if you've ever been depressed before, you've heard that voice. Mm-hmm. You've heard that voice before when he was like, Yo, you belong here. But think of the you issues know? they're touching though. They're thinking of isolation. They're talking about depression. They're talking about exactly. fitting in. They're talking yeah. about being, you know, not being a geek, but actually trying to fit in to play basketball. This is the only thing I'm good at. Hitting the game winning shot. Like all the little things are touching now. He actually abandoned his friends yeah. to be a part of that society because he finally got accepted into a white man's group as a black man with a flat top. Like, think yeah. about all the layers that they're touching on. You see what I'm saying? Like, and I think a lot of people, a lot of that gets missed too because it's wrapped in the show that already leads to so much speculation and conversation that it's easy to focus on the horror elements, right? And not focus on the character stories that they're also telling in this. Like, Mm. even the fact of, like, friends that separate. We all have have had that. Like, friends that you kind of grow apart, and then you grow back together over time, whatever happens. Like, they are... I think looking back, and I can't wait to see what they do with season five, while the horror, the upside down, Eleven's powers and everything are are what hooks people in, we're going to see a story of kids not only coming to of age, which is... that, That happens in Hollywood all the time, but dealing with these series... And Will... Will, dealing with being abandoned, you know, abuse to a degree with the mind flare, having somebody take over your, like, all of that. When we come back and look at this series, when it when the total story is finally told and what their vision is and it ends, we're going to have such a powerative narrative that you can take these other themes from, but also just watch and enjoy as a horror t- television show as well. And that's masterful, masterful creating there. Yeah, it's, it's something a lot of kids in today's world can relate to because when you get to middle school and high school, we all struggle, or maybe that's the wrong word for some people, but we struggle with identity, you know what I mean? And and like you said, you know, being on the basketball team, majority of the, of the roster is white. You hit a game-winning shot in a big game. Like, you the man of the town now. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you coming out and saying, like, we're growing up. You can see the relationships are just different with everybody. Let me, let me tell you how brilliant they, they created that, um, the lead basketball player. The rebel rousing he did. He created nonsense and riled them all up on bullshit. Yeah. Hell yeah. The people 
followed it. Like, are you listening to what you're and saying? And then, then wrapped over it into the, the satanic, the, the satanic panic that actually went down at that time as well. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, but what the, but the one thing the one thing that we can take away from this is that all these kids have they put in effort in the heart into what they was doing like they they didn't bail on each other they may have like I said in between all this horror shit that's going on around them and what they know they are still dealing with teenager shit this is true you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah we hey yo we was built different in the eighties <laughs> oh, yeah we. The trauma we went through. And I think um Kennedy the all star break. I thought we went through. We were yeah. different. I see. I seen a TikTok of dude saying like people that was born in the eighty, the seventies, and the eighties. The the reason why we are the way we are now is because we had to fight. Like we had to survive. You know what I mean? So we we were we grew up surviving. Whereas the generation after us is they don't have to survive because we're provided. They're entitled. For yeah, that generation is entitled. Yeah, so yo, shout out to sh- I'm gonna be sad when this go. I'm gonna be sad. Oh, th- there's already talk of, talks of a spinoff. So just be prepared. Don't be surprised. Stranger Things may end, but they're not leaving this universe alone. It's way too profitable. As, as long as they, as long as long as they're stuck in the '80s, you know, I'm 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 biased when it comes to the '80s as well. Mm. So I got a bone to pick with Netflix though. Ozark. They tied a lot of hip hop into the last season mm-hmm. where it never was. You mean well, where that it was never was. One, that was that was with that was with one character, but she yeah. always been she always she, yeah, uh, she, she was heavy on the Nas and and Wu Tang. I don't remember that. I remember this oh. one season. That's oh it. no, go back and listen to the first season. Her and her and yeah. her, her her and the one that died were ha- they yeah. had hip hop conversations okay. in the first season. Yeah. yeah, on on top of the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's '90s, which is interesting. You know what I mean? See, I feel you. Netflix is playing there. Okay. Netflix right. knows what they're doing, man. They know what they're doing. Uh, but before we end, Baylor, yeah, usually lately we've we, we, stocked <laughs> drop, motherfuckers. <laughs> lately we've been ending with you, an artist and their best track. Do you got one for us today? Yep. All right, what I you got? got? Him. Y'all ready? Yeah. My beat. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I can My say beat? shook ones right now. Yeah. Yeah. Shook ones. I, I, okay. That's what I got. Yeah, shook ones in Quiet Storm. Period. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Quiet Storm. I'm glad you brought that up because guess who's next? Lil Kim. There you go. Okay. You got was... some audacity. Sold a million out of your half of me. Get off my dick. Kick it, bitch. That's my song. <laughs> Queen, bitch. I'm sorry. That's yours. What's your name? Yeah. Magic stick. No, I'm just fucking with <laughs> 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 Uh, I got, cr- a, I got a cold joke for that one. Crush on you. Yeah, I got that one too. Yeah. And the last one. Oh, wait, wait, really quick. That was the best two bar verse I ever heard in my life. Biggie coming in on Queen Bitch. Uh, you, he literally said, You niggas got some audacity. You sold a million now. You're half of me. Get off my dick. Kick it, bitch. How do you jump in the middle of a song, drop that, and then get her back to rapping? That was amazing. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, last one, a tribe called Quest. Oh fuck, bro! What the Damn. hell? No, no. Um, oh, Mary's back and on video. Look, we get to see actually Mary before we close out today. Look at that. Yeah, because I've everything else has been ruined. <laughs> I would say a war tour. War tour is definitely just just for the interest of doing uh, saying something different. Check the rhyme. Okay, Mary, we're talk. We we drop. 
you know, we dropped the three artists. Our last one is a tribe called Quest. You got their best song. Mm, all right. I guess I'll try something different too. Since I just heard you say two that I would have said, Bonita Applebaum. Oh. Yeah. Gotta put me on. I would have mm-hmm. expected you to say scenario. I mean, the remix. Yeah, yeah, we'll bust. It, yeah, scenario, that's, the that's, original was dope too. It was, but it's that ain't the ain't touching the remix. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody verse in the second one wasn't that great. The only uh, matter of fact, everybody can only quote Buster Rhymes verse. But the first scenario, that's different. Everybody's verse is dope. Okay. You can relate. <laughs> Listen to the song. Most people can only quote Buster Rhymes verse. They didn't really pay attention to ever the first one. Kid Hood verse was not that dope. But the first scenario, crazy. Go I'm, I'm going to throw something to you guys before we leave. Baylor, are you done? What, you got another one or are you done? I was just going to say electric relaxation. I that's, that fair. that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's, what are you saying? Relax yourself, girl, what? Can anybody tell me what he said after that? No. Relax nobody. yourself, girl. So clear. <laughs> yeah. If you had to, if you had to pick impossible questions, we're gonna end with this one: Tribe Call Quest or De La Soul? De La Soul. Okay, that's not an impossible question. Hey, all right, fair enough. I think it's harder for other people. They said, "Please settle down," but go ahead. But that's not what they said. Relax yourself, girl. Please settle down. That's what they said. The lyrics. Where on earth do you hear that? I'm sorry, I just googled the lyrics. Relax yourself, girl. They don't settle down. That's not what he says. That's maybe what he meant to say. That's not what came out of his mouth. Yeah, sound like he's saying "peace out" premiere. Uh, Mary, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest. Tribe, y'all. Baylor? Tribe. Yeah, Tribe as well. Okay. There you go. All right, that's it. That's the, That's been it. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we is go. There a reason? Is there a reason? What? That I, there, like, no, I, just, I literally like, just came to my mind. It? it literally just came to my mind, okay. I thought to ask. Have y'all actually listened to De La? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had to go back and listen as an adult because, of course, I heard their music growing up, but I didn't really take in their music. So I had to go back and listen. And listen, De La Soul was on some shit at that point okay. in time. That Go ahead. I will say this. Tribe is on a vibe. Tribe is a whole vibe. That's the thing about Tribe. Mm-hmm. De La is... Now you know why I picked him. I get that. But De La is like on a whole other mental level for me. That's fair. That's why I said De La. That's fair. All right, Miss Mary with the big hair. We're about to sign out, so go ahead and give me your social hair. media. This isn't even the big hair. So, um, I'm on Friday. Huh? Monday. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so confused. What we do on Monday, I said. What you, what you do on Monday? Uh, nothing. Okay. Move on. Go ahead. I'm not making any announcements. Okay. Anyway, I'm at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and... Yeah, that's it for now. Stay tuned for other shit. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. Baylor? Exactly. Uh, at Baylorism on uh, Twitter and TikTok, at Baylor the Great on IG. And relax yourself, girls. Please stop playing. <laughs> Marquis? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right, fair good. Fair enough. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadioGmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and or voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. That's been another episode of the number one podcast for the culture. We out this oh, bitch. Know. I got a question. What? You crazy, girl. Weeks later, how do we feel about um Kendrick's album? It, it's, it hasn't changed. It's still a fucking I, masterpiece. I, 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 yeah, I still left it on the wall. How do we compare it to the, the, other, uh, the other albums? What other albums? His albums, his other albums. Oh, oh yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, I, 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 I would have to sit back and 
that takes some serious thinking, brother. And that could change day to day. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Just wanted to know. Right, fair. But that's it. We out this bitch. Peace, y'all. Oh, my God.